With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we are. It's Friday on the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Thank you very much for waking up with us or joining us in the midst of whatever it is you're doing and sharing time. We thank you very, very much. That over there is Grant Allen. He's running the radio program. He'll be taking your calls later in What's the Beef Friday. He's there in Studio 1A. I'm merely Preston Scott, and I'm here sequestered in Studio 1B for show number 4532, day 213 of America held hostage and never, ever has it felt as true as it does in these days we find ourselves in. But as dad always said, misery loves company. And so here we are together making the best of it. It's great to be with you. We start with our verse of the day, Psalm 16, 8. I have set the Lord always before me because he is my right hand. He's at my right hand. Sorry, I shall not be shaken. I've set the Lord before me always because he's at my right hand and I shall not be shaken. As I have uh, fallen into the pattern of doing each Friday, I try to share something I'm listening to, something that uh, encourages me. And so I'm going to lay a little Toby Mac on you. He is one of three guys that started a group called DC Talk a couple decades ago. And now he's doing his own thing. And uh, what just a talented guy. And write songs that hit you and encourage you. And here's one. Help is on the way. Maybe midnight or midday. Never early. He gon' stand by what he claimed Live enough life to say I heard your heart, I see your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid
and he'll give you something to talk about. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. after the hour i like friday morning i gotta tell you fires me up hard to go wrong i you know it's so interesting music has always been something that stirs the soul of us but music about and to god stirs the spirit and there's something different there just is I just, I have always, for as long as I can remember, my heart has always responded to music about God, music to God. And, um, and you know, if you, if you know anything about Toby McKeon's story, um, first DC Talk was an amazing group and everyone went their own way and Toby's had the most individual success in that regard. Um, one of the other lead singers, there were three, one of the other lead singers is now the lead singer for uh, Michael Tate for the Newsboys, which is another pretty successful and uh, powerful Christian group out there. And uh, I don't really know what happened to the third young man. But um, but Toby Toby's son died... Um, couple years ago and uh his son was into the music scene and so forth and by all accounts just got off on the wrong path and toby's been though very private about what exactly happened with his son has has really written a lot of music out of the challenge of losing a, a child and some of you have endured that pain and I think you would really be blessed by a lot of what Toby writes, but his music is just so encouraging to me. Just so many of his songs are just a positive uplifting, you know, message. And that one's a great one for now. Help is on the way. And, uh, maybe midnight, maybe midday. It's never early, never late. And the words in there are just so profound. But uh, anyway, today is August the 20th in 1776. John Adams, uh, Ben Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson recommend the motto E Pluribus Unum to Congress. Which means one order to go. Grant didn't even blink over there. He's not listening. Uh, 1833, Benjamin Harrison, 23rd U.S. president, born in North Bend, Ohio. 1911, New York Times sends the first around-the-world telegram via commercial service. It takes about 16 minutes to circle the globe, and it was wrong. It was fake news. Um, In 1920, the first commercial radio station broadcast regularly scheduled programs 8MK, later WWJ, begins operations in Detroit with the morning show with Preston Scott. Um, That was in 1920. Nice. Yeah. 1971, Texas Instruments 
introduces the first electronic pocket calculator. Man, does that bring back memories? Because I was in high school when the when the school started fiddling around with the prospect of letting kids bring a calculator to class. That was so epically fun. As I think back on those days, Texas Instruments, the little pocket calculators, it was like because you you had to have a slide rule. And I never figured out how to work a slide rule. Hand me a calculator, I can pretty much do anything. <laughs> so can you. <laughs> anyway. uh, 1977, NASA launches Voyager 2, the first spacecraft to travel to Uranus and Neptune. That's crazy in and of itself. Bye. See you when I'm old. Crazy stuff. Now, I got out there relatively quickly. I mean, when you think about it. 16 minutes after the hour, we come back. A case involving Hobby Lobby that has a lot of the LGBTQ, LMNOP folks out there ecstatic and others nervous. I'll try to bring sense to it all next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. UFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And free. And iHeart's radio station. It's 22 minutes past the first hour of the morning show with Preston Scott. Seven... Seven o'clock, somewhere in the uh, you know I had I learned something this week. There's something called an Atlantic time zone. What's Never it, heard of it. What's it for? Like uh, like Greenland or Nova Scotia? I have no idea. It it it's it just, east of us. It, I guess. Huh. I I it's probably ne- for Bermuda or like you know. Well, it was it, it was it just confused me because I looked it up online and and there were places online that it said it's the same time as the Eastern time zone. Other places it said no, it's an hour ahead. And I'm like, well, <sighs> I would think it would be an hour ahead. Anyway, it's six o'clock in the Eastern time zone, five o'clock in the Central time zone. If you're in the the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, it's just a little bit brighter. We don't know what time it is, but it's a little bit brighter. Yeah, so if you're off the coast listening on iHeartRadio, welcome. And let us know if you have any idea what time it is. Um, This story is allegedly going to impact the LGBTQ plus LMNOP. Sorry, I get a little choked up every time I say all those letters. An appellate court decision in Illinois that Hobby Lobby discriminated against a trans woman. Um, Illinois Second District Appellate Court upheld a lower court decision that said the Hobby Lobby violated the Human Rights Act as both an employer and as a place of public accommodation because it would not allow Somerville, Megan Somerville, the transgendered, the guy who... Uh, has been denied access to the women's restroom since transitioning in 2010. Um, the attorneys representing Mr. Somerville are insisting that this case will be precedent-setting 
citing that um, the judicial branch, uh, it, for example, the Supreme Court dis- declined to review a fourth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decision that ruled a transgender student had a constitutional right to use a boy's restroom at, uh, at her school. It's going to be interesting because they're going to use this to try to push not just bathrooms and locker rooms, but sports. And, and of course, the feminists from the National Organization for Women, they really don't want to touch this story because it leaves them in a horrid spot. Because if this kind of thing is allowed, first of all, it's dangerous. It's dangerous because it allows anybody. Look, if someone, I will give you this. If someone has gone about having the surgery, the hormone treatment and the surgery to be anatomically changed, and they feel the need to use the women's restroom, if they've gone through all that, I'm open to that discussion personally. They've made the commitment. But this idea that somebody can wake up and say, you know, I think I'm going to be a guy or a gal today based on whatever the whim might be or whatever the perversion might be, because we've seen the stories of men wandering into restrooms, ladies' restrooms, and it's normal. You know, that must be just one of those guys. Sorry, gals. And something violent and brutal and heinous happens inside that restroom. It's happened. And so, you know, I, I, I still have hope that we get this before the United States Supreme Court and they rule sensibly. Because there are, even if you throw out my concession, which I'm very fine with, I don't know how the other side argues past this simple fact. The DNA says you're a guy or a gal. I don't how do you argue past that? I don't I don't know. So the Hobby Lobby is now the uh, the victim of a ruling in Illinois, no surprise, the Illinois lower courts and the appellate courts would rule the way they are. They just there's no comment on whether they're going to push this to a U.S. District Court of Appeal. I hope they do. I hope they go to the Illinois State Supreme Court and then go to the appellate court from there. But I, you know, I I don't know. Businesses are probably just going to have to start uh, finding ways to do single-seat restrooms and put a couple of them in there. But even in that, I mean, you know, that that works in some cases. How do you do it in a stadium? How do you do it in a football stadium? Yeah, I have no idea. 27 minutes after the hour. It's the morning show with Preston Scott. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Sense of Sensibility. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Ma'am. I got distracted, didn't, didn't get my oatmeal done and uh, eaten. Rats. Alrighty. Hi. It's Friday on the morning show with Preston Scott. Great to be with you. Um, I have, uh, I was writing, my distraction was I was writing a state senator from New Mexico named Greg Schmides. By profession, he's a doctor. I don't know if he's a surgeon, but he uh, very calmly and intelligently talked about the New Mexico decision to go back to a mask mandate, and he looked at the CDC sources that were being used, and he and he showed the case. He said he just went through it. He said, "Here's what the CDC is using as reasoning, the evidence." And he said, I'm not taking a position for or against. He said, I wear a mask all the time. He said, I'm just, I base my decisions on what science data research shows. So he posts this thing on Facebook and then he uploads a companion on YouTube so that people can just get some information on what the CDC is using as its basis for making recommendations. And I've been telling you all this stuff. And here's the thing. I wrote to him. I actually broke down and I messaged him on Facebook. I thought it would be the fastest way. I said, Greg, get this thing on Rumble. It's going to be gone. It is going to be gone off YouTube. And sure enough, it's gone. One day, maybe two, gone. So I looked him up and I, I got his legislative uh, email address and I've written him. I've invited him to tape a segment. Because he is in New Mexico, after all. I would not expect him to get up at, say, 4.30 in the morning to do a segment with me. So, anyway, that, that's what was distracting me. The Biden administration, and just tell me what immediately pops into your mind as a reaction to this. And I know that I preach all the time, respond, don't react. But I just, just kind of first thoughts, okay? All right. Um, they announced yesterday that they are canceling automatically student loan debt for Americans living with severe disabilities. Nearly 323,000 borrowers, a total of four $5.8 billion in debt. The Education Secretary, Miguel Cardona, we've heard loud and clear from borrowers with disabilities and advocates about this need for change. We're excited to follow through with this. Under current rules, to qualify for debt relief, the federal government requires borrowers who are totally and permanently disabled. They go through a three-year monitoring period proving they make low wages. Some borrowers were kicked off the relief program for failing to submit proof of income. So they're eliminating this three-year income monitoring rule in uh, in October as well. And so what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, uh, who's going to raise a stink over that? In principle... The cancellation of student debt is a, it's disastrous because someone's going to bear that burden and it's going to be the American taxpayer. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, you know, truly, truly completely disabled people who are, you know, they they can't, I, I don't know, 
if, if they're limited in the wages they can make and the jobs they can do and the things that they're able to do because of whatever happened to them, whether it be a genetic disability or an accident, it's like, well, I guess this isn't a hill I'm going to die on at this moment in time. Let me tell you what, I, I beat myself up for my immediate reaction to it. I was like, come on, you got to do better than that. So I thought about it a little deeper. For those that have had some tragedy befall them, I'm with them 100%. Write it off. Write it off. I'm happy to let my tax dollars go to that. Really, I'm happy for that. If we can alleviate that burden, if somebody's had a tragedy, they got their education and something happened, sure, I'm with it 100%. But if they went to college with these challenges... I think the college or university needs to have an endowed program to help people like that. And I don't think it should necessarily be born and carried by taxpayers. Does that make sense? Anyway, 40 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings with a single bound. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on WFLA. Well, alrighty. This is a edited version of the Wednesday night aired yesterday interview George Biden, George, Joe Biden did. I'm sounding like him. Joe Biden did. With George Stephanopoulos. Okay. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. This clip. What's important to note is what you hear next has caused Joe Biden to go into his bunker. He's canceled all of his press uh, uh, briefings, all of his Q&As, everything. It's off the calendar. We don't know when he's coming back on the calendar, but this was the interview that did it. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong or did you downplay it? There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was like more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. You didn't put a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over. Yeah. Well, the question was whether or not it, the idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that the uh, somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that. Senator anything. McConnell said it was a predictable that the Taliban was going to take over. Well, by the end of the year, it said that that was a real possibility. But no one said it was going to take over then when it was being asked. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the Taliban, uh, let me back it, put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government, getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, over, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off, that was, you know, I'm not, this, it, it, that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. So the question was, in the beginning, the, the threshold question was, do we commit 
to leave within the time frame was set, we extended it to September 1st? Or do we put significantly more troops in? I hear people say, well, you had 2,500 folks in there and nothing was happening. You know, there, there wasn't any war. But guess what? The fact was that the reason it wasn't happening is the last president negotiated a year earlier that he'd be out by May 1st and that the re return, there'd be no attack on American forces. Oh, they were honoring that? That's what was done. That's why nothing was happening. But the idea, if I had said, I had a simple choice. If I had said, we're going to stay, then we better be prepared to put a whole hell of a lot more troops but in. But your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. That, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to stay? No, not, at, not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame, all troops. They didn't argue against that. So no one, no one told your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. Look, George, the reason why it's been stable for a year is because the last president said, we're leaving. And here's the deal I want to make with you, Taliban. We're agreeing to leave if you agree not to attack us between now and the time we leave on May the 1st. Less than two months after I was elected to office, I was sworn in, all of a sudden, I have a May 1 deadline. I have a May 1 deadline. I got one of two choices. Do I say we're staying? And do you think we would not have to put a hell of a lot more troops? We had, a, we had hundreds, we had tens of thousands of troops there before. Tens of thousands. Do you think we would have, that we would have just said no problem? Don't worry about it. We're not going to attack anybody. We're okay. In the meantime, the Taliban was taking territory all throughout the country in the north and down in the south. Do you, do you hear this, just the befuddled mess that that is? So was that statement about military advice split? Some said this, some said this, or not true? It, which is it? And didn't you just say that they were taking territory all over the country? How could you? 46 minutes after the hour in the morning show with Preston Scott. Known as Mr. Know-It-All. The morning show with Preston Scott. News Radio 100.7 WFLA. All right, now that interview with George Stephanopoulos on ABC has sent Joe into hiding again. It's the same campaign strategy that he did. Some of the comments, though, that came out from all kinds of sources. I mean, Biden's getting roasted on right now. The normally friendly mainstream media is in a feeding frenzy, and I can't, I, there's something about that that's telling me something's up. Now, I could be wrong, and honestly, I hope I am, because Kamala's worse. Kamala is worse. Joe's befuddled and not well mentally. Kamala's worse and totally sane in her way, if that makes sense. But some of the commentary here, when he said there was no way to avoid the chaos, that's an absolute lie. Tom Cotton said as much. That's a bald-faced lie. Joe is as dishonest as he is impotent. 
when he lashed out at Stephanopoulos for mentioning the pictures of the crowded C-17, George, that was five days ago. No, it was two days. It, when they taped this, it was two days before. And everybody's going nuts on that. I mean, I'm, I'm reading tweet after tweet after tweet on this. The, um, the insistence on it being four or five days ago, writes uh, Washington Examiner reporter Jerry Dunleavy, said, this has the same sort of negative vibe as what difference at this point does it make? Uh-huh. The Hillary Clinton line about Benghazi. Uh-huh. Tone deaf. Absolutely tone deaf. All right, we on Friday we try to sprinkle in some uh, some lighter fare here and there, and of course the final hour. What's the be Friday? We'll take your calls here at the radio program. If you're new to the show, every Friday we give you a chance to just kind of vent a little bit. Whatever's got got you kind of worked up, and, it, and even if it's me, that's fine. I'm I'm a big boy. Um, we just give you a chance to call and and get it off your chest so you enjoy your weekend. And we have some lighter stories, some positive news, some encouraging stuff. And um, I saw this story. This is kind of a tease for later in the program. North Dakota, Emmy Apersbach, Apersbach, 24 years old, shopping at a Bismarck Target. All right. She's shopping a little bit more than a week ago. She writes, minding my own business in Target, I ended up feeling like I needed to faint. So I told an employee, and everyone started running around. She's an English teacher. Um, staff came, brought her orange juice, got her medical attention, got her to a hospital. Emergency workers showed up, got her to a hospital. She had a stroke. Oh, my stars. At the hospital. That was the precursor to her having a stroke. Oh, my gosh. But because she was at the hospital... They were able to. They were least. able to intervene and and help her, and so she was fine. Obviously, she had left her car in the parking lot. She said when she came back to pick it up, she noticed a note asking her to see a store associate inside. When she got there, she was greeted with a gift basket from an employee named Travis Parker, who was the one who helped her seek medical assistance. The, uh, the store manager said, guests are at the center of everything we do each day. Their safety is our top priority, unless it's a restroom issue, men's room, women's room, you know, trains and stuff. But anyway, um, good job. Good job, Travis. There's hope after all. Right? Look at that. Right? Well done. So there you go. A little encouragement as we head to hour number two. Coming up next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. show with Preston Scott. Grant Allen over there, Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. I need to get right to it to fit this in. I've had so many people email me about, have you heard about that teacher in Utah? Yes, I have. I do know the story. The teacher is Leah Kenyon. She's a chemistry teacher at Lehigh High School. 
And early in the school year, this this is that listen, this was a four minute rant that was just a student just said, Oh, I gotta get this on tape. I have edited it down and I've made some edits to keep it, listen now, clean for broadcast. This is a teacher and a high school class. Okay, well, I would be super proud of you if you chose to get the vaccine. We'll just keep getting Delta, we'll just keep getting variants over and over and over until people get vaccinated. It's never going to end. It could end in five seconds if people would get vaccinated. I hate Donald Trump. I'm going to say it. I don't care what y'all think. Trump sucks. And he's a sexual predator. He's a literal moron. Go tattle on me to the freaking admin. They don't give a crap. Turn off the Fox News. This is my classroom, and if you guys are going to put me at risk, you're going to hear about it. Because I have to be here. I don't have to be happy about the fact that there's kids coming in here with their variants that could possibly get me or my family sick. That's rude. And I'm not going to pretend like it's not. Most of y'all parents are dumber than you. I'm going to say that out loud. My parents are freaking dumb. Okay? And the minute I figured that out, the world opens up. You don't have to do everything your parents say, and you don't have to believe everything your parents believe, because most likely you're smarter than them. You can believe what you want to believe, but keep it quiet in here, because I'm probably going to make fun of you. <laughs> okay, I'll just say this. Here are the, here are the topics that you probably want to avoid in this class. Politics, if you don't believe in climate change, Get the hell out. I'll be dead. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pathetic that you think that. You're the problem with the world. Okay? If you're a homophobe, get out. Because I am the GSA faculty advisor. I love gay people. All LGBTQIA plus mother if you don't like it get out I if I hear you say a word against any of them I will open a can and I will make your life a living and they know it if you say shiz to any LGBTQ kid in the school I will hear about it and you will be in trouble former teacher she got fired i was gonna say i think someone tattled on her she got fired here's why i played that i played that because a she's a bully she's a disgrace as a teacher and has no business ever working in a classroom again ever ever her statement about her parents reveals everything you need to know about her absolutely hateful mean and the fact that she's bullying students swearing at students threatening students and making those kinds of statements you don't have to do what your parents say you're smarter than they are
Here's my other reason for playing it. She's not alone. Oh, I was just thinking that. There are some wonderful teachers, but here's my advice to all parents. You get to know every single one of your teachers, and you make sure that your students, your children, are telling you what's going on inside those classrooms. You can be a teacher's best friend. You could also be a teacher's worst enemy by simply knowing what's going on. Don't think this is an isolated case of bullying. It comes in different forms and different ways, but it's happening in our classrooms and it needs to stop. 10 minutes after the hour in the morning show with Preston Scott. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The morning show with Preston Scott. And I live in a van down by the river. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. Yeah, it's Preston at iHeartRadio.com. <laughs> and I'm thrilled to say that woman is unemployed. I, I am. She does not deserve to be employed as a teacher. What an abusive soul. I can say with a certain amount of reliability. Now, I'm a product of the local school district here in Leon County. And I can say with absolute certainty that while I never had any teacher who was threatening or that abusive that way, abusive that way yeah. but I can wholeheartedly say their resentment for those who did not think the way they did was palpable in the classroom. Going back how far? Uh, middle school. Okay, so middle school forward. Yeah. What percentage of your teachers, series of questions here, what sure. percentage of your teachers did you absolutely know their political leaning left or right? Uh, it was pretty clear. What percentage? Um, over half. Okay. And out of all of your teachers, what percentage would you say you had to walk a fine line and just sort of do what was asked to get the grade? Um, a quarter, a third, less than that, more than that. Um, where I was, they, I'm trying to think, um, they were probably pretty, they were still pretty accommodating. So it wasn't to write what we tell you to write kind of thing. You better think the way we do. You had latitude. I still got A's on my papers. Okay. If it was contrary to what was you know, being discussed in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, but it was pretty apparent that when I submitted my assignments to certain teachers that I was handing a contrary viewpoint to a professor that did not agree with me or a teacher that didn't agree with me one bit. 
How many times did a teacher um, go outside their class subject to offer their personal opinions? Yeah, frequently. Um, not daily, but maybe once a week. And that's where you obviously then come to know their their philosophies yep. and their ideas on politics and life. Yeah. And and that's where I get my I my my whole point. The school district, the superintendent, not just locally but across the country, all of them need to make this a mandate. Teachers, your students should never ever know your politics. And if they do, you are a bad teacher and you will be fired. All of my classmates who kind of thought the way I did, we all observed the exact same things. What's funny is we could figure out who was left and who was right simply based on classroom procedures, personality type. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it's so, it's so clear. You can absolutely tell in the classroom. Um, and even the, the best teachers that didn't hide a, a, a lick, or excuse me, they did hide and to the best of their ability, you know, people's personalities. It's just hard to contain. It comes out. It comes out sometimes, left or right, and you could tell. If it just slips out, but they maintain a really good open classroom where there's great discussion and they encourage, they don't slam, I'm good with that. And I had plenty of teachers who were exactly like that, and good. I have the utmost respect for them to this day, but I had definitely some teachers who... cross lines. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, this just in... <laughs> a new report from Virginia Tech uh, published in the journal Science by Johns Hopkins indicates that all those plastic shields and barriers that have been erected are likely useless. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm telling you, we'll get there. 16 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. When we come back, the morning show players with Dr. Anthony Fauci. For UFLA. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Dude, yes! And iHeart's radio station. Twenty-two minutes after the hour, the morning show with Preston Scott. In response to email requests, I have placed my my song this morning from my music library, the Friday morning edition of uh, the Preston Scott Music Library. I have placed it on the blog page. It's right there, right now. Go to the website, wflafm.com slash Preston, or just go to the website. It's there on the front front page above the fold. And uh, you'll see the Toby Mac song, Help, is on the way. You can click it, listen to it, enjoy it. Um, I'm going to do that every Friday. I've been doing this every every Friday for a few weeks now. Starting the show with something that just kind of picks you up. It's something that I listen to personally. It could go back years sometimes, and I mean years. Uh, it could be something that is a song that we might sing in church, 
that I'm really down with, or it could be something like this that is not necessarily a church song, but is a real encouraging song. And I've been asked, where, where do you find this stuff? Where do you listen? You will be blown away at my answer. iHeartRadio. If you go to iHeartRadio and you type in, for example, you're into church praise and worship, that's a little bit more contemporary. You type in Hillsong. There is a Hillsong channel, and they will play Hillsong music as well as a bunch of other stuff that's like it, similar genre. You like Toby Mac? Type in Toby Mac. They will build a channel based on your like of Toby Mac. I mean, it's, it's, it is really great stuff. This isn't a company line. This is, no, this is really cool. And it's free, and you can build it however you like and you know you can't just select the songs yourself it'll build it for you if you want to select your own stuff then they do have a paid service for that but it's good stuff all right morning show players uh, a lot of controversy surrounding the vaccines and so forth and as a result the following is an announcement from dr anthony fauci and is therefore unbelievable hello it's been several days since i last talked with you Actually, it's been months, or has it? I don't know. Who's counting? Time flies when you're the highest paid public official on the taxpayer's dime. I'd like to discuss all the misinformation about the vaccine, unless it isn't misinformation. Look, as I've said all along, it's important for you to have all of the correct data and research in order to make the decision we want you to make, which, of course, is in our best interest, and which may or may not be in your best interest. If this is confusing, that's good because I've spent my lifetime engaging in activities behind closed doors which are highly secretive and none of it is gain-of-function research. Strike that. I never said gain-of-function. What is that? A new detergent or something? The whole idea is to send out as many messages as possible to make sure that you are absolutely uncertain of our intentions unless you're not, in which case we simply have to try harder. Now, we're battling research suggesting one of the vaccines is more effective against the Delta variant than others. I dismiss this study. It's my job to ensure the information you consider is approved for your consideration. I mean, what does the Mayo Clinic and a Cambridge-based research company know? The answer, they may think they know something, but they don't know nothing, unless they do. If that's the case, I will announce a breakthrough at a later time and claim credit. Look, I just need the unvaccinated to know, as my colleague has said, they're sitting ducks. Just because the largest group getting infected have been fully vaccinated doesn't mean a thing. I mean, what does Israel know, right? Remember, until the vaccine is everywhere, the virus isn't going anywhere. Get the jab. Delta is just the first variant. Standing behind it is Lambda, Eta, Iota, Kappa, and I've got a deal in consultation with the National Hurricane Center. I'll borrow the names of Bill, Claudette, Danny, Ida, Kate, Mork, Mindy, and with apologies to the kids, Elsa, if I have to. I need to end. I've been assigned new duties in the Biden administration. I'm now senior advisor to flatten the curve of the Taliban in Afghanistan. Thank you. The previous announcement is satire and does not reflect the opinion or view of this station, management, the morning show editorial board, or iHeartRadio. (laughs) 
morning show players. I appreciate that he's uh, going to be helping the Taliban too, because you know, got to flatten their curve. He's helping the administration flatten the curve. Of the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fauci, part two on the morning show with Preston Scott. When you thought you were right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Already an eventful Friday here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Thanks a lot for sharing time with us. That's Grant Allen over there in Studio 1A. I'm here in Studio 1B. Conducted a very in-depth interview with Grant in the last half hour. Where he ratted out teachers naming bad teachers that he's had for uh, his entire educational career. I did not. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard names. I didn't name them. I'm I'm telling you, I could have sworn I heard actual names. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, you misheard, unfortunately. You sure you're not misremembering? Positive. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> Oh, and also, yeah. Uh, don't uh, don't be mean to your teachers because not all of them are crazy communists. Oh yeah, no, no, no like, not at all. Never know, be mean. Like Mrs. Grant Allen, she's not a crazy communist. She's not teaching critical race theory. She's not doing any of that. She's a good one. So you know. Well, look. Here's the deal. No one. You you shouldn't be mean to anybody. Period. Ever. And I was really buoyed to know that we have you know i got a note from a parent saying thank you for playing that i was in the car with my kids and this provided a wonderful opportunity to share with them hey if you get bullied like this you let us know that the point of this type of thing is engagement um and some basic things like you know you should tell your your students at an early age that their teachers political beliefs should never be known to them if they know them let you know so that you can bring it to the teacher's attention. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Be polite. Be kind. But, uh, but you know, the first time you have the parent-teacher conference or the open house, I don't know if they're even doing those anymore, but you show up and you say, hey, you know, um, Missy or, or Junior, um, learn that you're a Republican or you're a conservative or you're a liberal or you're a Democrat. Um, I really don't think that's appropriate for the classroom. Uh, our students should know their teacher's political ideals. Would you agree with that? And if they disagree with that, then you go to the principal immediately. You don't pass go. Don't collect $200. You go straight to the principal. Because that's not, it just, we have to insist on some things being being just the way they should be. We just have to. We just have to. Now, this story is the big story in the press box because I think it provides us an opportunity to just think through things a little deeper. And I say that because I didn't. When I first saw this story, Biden administration announced Thursday it will automatically cancel student loan debt of Americans living with severe disabilities. Uh, cost about $5.8 billion, 320 plus thousand borrowers. I immediately, even though the, there's a, there is a dis, disclaimer there and it is for those with severe disabilities, I still, I, I reacted to that you know, as I read the story and I'm sitting in my office and I kind of kicked back in my chair and I went, okay, I got to do better than that. And I, and I, I read through it again and I looked a little deeper and I read the rules on how this all works. And I've come to the conclusion that there should be room to do that 
but not necessarily the way it's being implemented. See, I think canceling the debt of those that have suffered a tragedy and their their life has changed because of an, an accident or a they're the victim of a violent crime or or something terrible has happened. A disease has taken over their body. I think that's absolutely something that the taxpayer dollars ought to step up and help and take care of. I absolutely agree. Where I'm struggling is with those that entered college, university, with these severe challenges. I have no problem with that happening, but I think the university, the college, should be on the hook with a special scholarship fund that I'm quite certain money could be raised for if it, if it isn't. But I don't think that necessarily should be on the taxpayer's dime. I, I, and so I guess I look at this story and I think, okay, but then I, I think maybe there's a better way to administer it. But anyway, it's, it's an interesting story at the very least and uh, I think thought-provoking in different ways. 40 minutes past the hour, we're edging closer to what's to be Friday here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Someone has to say it. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Forty-one, almost forty-two minutes after the hour here on the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Hope you have plans for the weekend. Uh, don't know what the weather's going to allow. Haven't really paid a lot of attention to what the weather's going to be because we're we're in that routine. It's going to rain every afternoon in some form or fashion um, for for a lot of the area because that's just the season we are in. But um, I, I wanted to circle back. I'm not going to play the whole thing. I am going to play just. The, a few parts, a few moments of this. This interview with George uh, Stephanopoulos and Joe Biden. It was taped Wednesday night, I believe, and aired on Thursday. And, you know, it doesn't happen often that a member of the mainstream media that is a card-carrying Democrat, George Stephanopoulos, asked some pointed questions, but it It happened. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong, or did you downplay it? There was no consensus. If you go back and look at the intelligence reports, they said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. You didn't put a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over. Yeah. Well, the question was whether or not it... The idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that the uh, somehow... The 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that. Senator McConnell said it was predictable the Taliban was going to take over. Well, by the end of the year, he said that that was a real possibility. But no one said it was going to take over then when it was being asked. Now, I just... Well, by the end of the year? (laughs) What does that say? We knew what was absolutely going to happen. And, oh, by the way, that there was intelligence suggesting it was happening. And and Biden reveals that later in this interview that he knew it was happening already. 
But we went ahead anyway. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, uh -oh. execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the Taliban, uh, let me back it up, put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government getting in a plane and taking off and going to another country, when you saw the significant collapse of the uh, Afghan troops we had trained, over, up to 300,000 of them, just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off. That was, you know, I'm not, this, it, it, that, that's what happened. That's simply what happened. So the question was, in the beginning, the, the threshold question was, do we commit to leave within the time frame was set, we extended it to September 1st, or do we put significantly more troops in? I hear people say, well, you had 2,500 folks in there and nothing was happening. You know, there, there wasn't any war. But guess what? The fact was that the reason it wasn't happening is the last president negotiated a year earlier that he'd be out by May 1st and that the return, there'd be no attack on American forces. I'll just stop there. So Joe Biden is suggesting that the Taliban was abiding by the agreement to not fire on American forces. Okay, if you want to believe that. But it doesn't really matter because while that's going on, as Biden later admits, they're taking territory over the entire country, north and south. This is a contemptible failure by the commander-in-chief and the military advisors. Because I'm not convinced that they're doing anything right now other than rolling him under the bus, saying that they advise differently. I'm not convinced of that. Anyway, 46 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show with Preston Scott. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning show with Preston Scott. Shazam. News Radio 100.7. WFLA. I got some folks writing in saying they would not uh, necessarily share my view on the whole debt forgiveness for some, and I get that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to even say you're wrong at all. Uh, there are certainly times that I hold an opinion that I think that anyone that doesn't agree with me is wrong. <laughs> this would not be one of them. Um, as I wrote to uh, Jonathan just a second ago, I was just sharing my thought process and just kind of how I worked my way through it. Um, you know, I, I just, anyway, is what it is. I, uh, I'm perfectly okay with the fact that I, I could be completely and totally wrong in my thinking on that. Um, I guess I look at the idea of someone that takes on a debt and they have every intention and are, in fact, paying it back, and then something happens. Uh, on one hand, 
you can say, well, that's the risk that the lender takes. And that may be the correct view. That's what happens. But what if it's us? We're the lender, i.e. the federal government. And it's a student loan through the federal government. Now, then the argument is, why is the federal government giving out money for student loans? Fair enough. Again, I, I can't quibble with anybody who disagrees with my view on that at all. Um, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm right. I would just, I just was sharing my thought process on it. Anyway, for whatever it's worth. James Madison University. I'll be curious if Sal Nuzo and the folks over at James Madison Institute. They have a relationship? If they, they fire sort of... off a strongly worded, not, a, not a, a strong, a very strongly worded. Like the UN? Yeah. James Madison University is training student employees to recognize that people who identify as male, straight, cisgender, or Christian are oppressors. How about that? That engage in systematic subjugation of other social groups. This is, this is staggering. As I was reading through this and the training video that they make you know, new employees go through, hosted by coordinators Jessica Weed and Jennifer Iwerks, described oppression as the systematic subjugation of one social group by a more powerful social group for the social, economic, and political benefit of the more social group. And um, among the privileged in the presentation are those who are male, cisgender, heterosexual, heteroromantic. What the ever-loving heck does that mean? Christian, white, Western European, American, upper to middle class, thin, athletic build, able-bodied, or ages 30 to early 50s. I got all of every single one of those except the age bracket, so... Whoops. The Office of Student Affairs sent this anemic reply. The training was held to help ensure that every student guide for freshman orientation had the tools and understanding to work with incoming students who might have a different background than their own. At JMU, we strive to create an inclusive and welcoming community for all students. We also seek feedback on the training to constantly work on improving how we communicate and train to train student staff members. Okay, let's just take one little portion of that. We strive to create an inclusive, welcoming community for all students. Unless, of course, the student is male, cisgender, heterosexual, heteroromantic, Christian, white, Western European, American, Upper to middle upper middle class, thin athletic build, able bodied, or ages thirty to early fifties. So if you fall into any of those categories, you're I not, guess you're yeah. not considered a group that should be welcomed. Yep, that's true. Yeah. What am I missing here? I know what I'm missing. 850-205-WFLA. 850-205-9352. It is What's the Beef Friday. The call screener is up. The phone lines are open. The call screener himself is ready to go. Let's go. So bring the calls. It's your chance. We're not taking quite as many calls in the last segment today. 
So you need to jump in while you can. We're only going to get two calls in the last segment. 850-205-9352. 850-205-WFLA. What's the beef is next. Something stuck in your craw. I am sick and tired. Time to get it out before you fly off the handle. Stuff like that really rubs me the wrong way. Before you hit the roof. They're getting both barrels. Call 850-205-9352. I have been having a very bad day. So, what's the beef? The lines are full, but that doesn't mean you can't participate. If you'd like to be on the air and share what's on your mind in terms of a complaint, a venting of uh, whatever your grievances may be about whatever it is, you feel free to call in. As we wrap up a call, just dial 850-205-9352-205-WFLA. And it's What's the Be Friday, an exclusive presentation of the morning show with Preston Scott. Grant Allen over there, Studio 1A, taking your calls. I'm here in Studio 1B. Two rules. Number one, no profanity. Number two, don't make it personal. If you have a bad experience at a business, tell us what happened. Leave the name of the business out of it. Let's go to Ron. Hello, Ron. Thanks for calling in. What's the beef? Good morning. I'm calling you on my flip phone. <laughs> the irony of it all, a class in oppression is itself oppressive. There, that's my beef. Thank you very much. I, I'm not sure I fully grasped all of that. I think he was referencing the James Madison University thing. Gotcha. The oppression okay. thing. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little slow here on Friday. My apologies. But thanks for calling in, Ron. I appreciate it. Let's go to Stephen. Hello, Stephen. What's the beef? Good morning, Preston. My beef is these people who took out student loans that don't want to pay them back. If they forgive that, and I just graduated high school excuse me, and joined the military. And then when I got out of the military, I just took a job because I didn't have no money to go to school. So if you were, if you were, uh, get, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, take care of their debt, if you will. I didn't take no money. So whatever the average is, do I get a check back since I didn't take any money? <laughs> think about uh, you know it's a fair question Stephen. but but the fairer question is what about those who repaid their loans well you're exactly right but the other part of that these people who took the loans got a better job than i do make more money than i do and they just gonna get off scot-free no make them pay it back i appreciate it uh keep in mind now the story i was talking about are people that are truly tragically uh profoundly disabled and um and again i'm just pointing that out there's the forgiveness for all student loan debt which is what many in congress are pushing for i'm completely with you on that uh let's go to ben hello ben thanks for calling in what's the beef hey preston long time listener first time caller thanks for taking my call my pleasure thanks for calling in um i wanted to just mention the um, you know a lot of the grocery stores now have places up near up front where you park if you've if you've bought your your groceries online, it's the curbside pickup. Right. And there is just a a everyone wants to park in it because there's no parking enforcement like there is with the handicapped parking spaces. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone to Publix to pick up my groceries, and there's no place to park to pick up your groceries because the designated spots have people parked in them, and there's no enforcement they can do. Um, 
if we can't self-regulate, that's going to end up being another law on the books we don't really need. So my beef is stay out of those parking spots unless you're actually waiting for your groceries to be picked up or it's something that will have to be addressed. It doesn't need to be addressed. Gotcha. Have you brought it up to the store? I'm sorry, say again? Have you brought it up to like a manager at one of the grocery stores and let them know? Yes, absolutely. I've mentioned it to Publix managers several times, and there's really nothing that they, the local managers say they can do. And they, they tell me they've brought it up to corporate as well. Uh, whether you know, I have no confirmation if they really have or haven't, if they're gotcha. just telling me something to get me to leave. Um, I know with Walmart, it isn't nearly as bad. Of course, they also provide more parking spaces. Yeah. And so I, I haven't seen with their, their curbside pickup nearly as many people just parking and walking in, but several times at several public locations, I will be going to pick up groceries and both of the spots, and, and that's part of the problem too, is there's only two spots. Gotcha. Um, I know they don't, they don't want to give too much real estate to this program, but people aren't going to continue to use it if they keep having this issue. Ben, thanks very much. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for being out there and uh, and and joining us on What's the Beef, Greg? You are on deck. What about you? Eight five zero two zero five ninety three fifty two. It's What's the Beef Friday on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. Glenn Beck program. It's time to act like Spock. Stop feeling and just use reason. Nine to noon on WFLA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. with more of your complaints your gripes your beefs it's what's the beef friday here on the morning show with preston scott thanks for joining us 850-205-9352 850-205-wfla is the number greg standing by hello greg thanks for calling in what's the beef while i am disappointed that i could not smack talk native american activist whiners after Ann Bowden and the Bowden children led Bobby Bowden's mourners in the tomahawk chop while the FSU marching chiefs played the war chant, I am just plain annoyed that while I'm not ready to put the yoke of responsibility for President Joe Biden's decision on the exodus of Afghanistan, similar to the yoke of responsibility for President Gerald Ford and the exodus from South Vietnam, could someone please cut a check to Warner Brothers so that we, the American people, will be reminded that the surroundings facing the diplomats in Afghanistan is similar to the surroundings of the diplomats exiting Iran from the 2012 motion picture Argo? You feel better, Greg? Boy, that was a mouthful. I hope that was under a minute. <laughs> Thanks very much. Appreciate the call. Let's go to WW. Hello, sir. Welcome. What's the beef? More impressive. 
Man, I, I, I got to say, when I hear that uh, lead in music, I'm, I, I want to go, yeah! <laughs> I'm a <laughs> transplant from Oklahoma. But anyway, man, my beef is with the uh, drivers out there. The right-hand lane is for slow traffic. The left-hand lane is for fast traffic. I can't tell you how many times I run into people that are just kind of lollygagging in that left lane, and it just, gosh. So, yeah, thank you for letting me get that out this morning. I'm here to help, my brother. Those are left lane Nazis. That's what they are. That's right. (laughs) Y'all have a good morning. Thank you very much. I appreciate the phone call. Let's go to Ed. Ed, what's the beef? My beef is I'd love to see us impeach Biden, but what would we get after that? We would get Kamala, which would be absolutely worse than what we're into right now. I just country wakes up and realizes they made a big mistake. And also, if you remember, I'm the caller that calls you from Clarksville, Tennessee, where Fort Campbell is. Yeah. And they sent out a warning this week that to be be courteous because they're going to be doing a bunch of exercises. So we've seen nothing but um, army vehicles going up and down Fort Campbell Boulevard. Uh, The helicopters are flying around like crazy. So something's stirring up a little bit there. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for calling into the program. Um, Not sharing your opinion about Joe Biden and calling in uh, is Henry Kerr. Hello, Henry. Hello, Preston. Thank you for taking my call. I have a beef. Joe Biden is exactly what we need at this time. He exemplifies the difference between the previous administration and what we have now. And the American people need to see the results of elections. They need to get up and do it. And it's not just Joe. It's the whole administration. All those sour, rotten people that are doing things to us need to be gone. And Trump should have fired every one of them the day he got in office. I don't disagree with you, Henry, but but I thought you were going to tell me that Joe Biden's doing a good job. He is doing a good job. He's providing the example for us to get up in our dander. Gotcha. Henry, you're a brave man. I appreciate it. No, and actually, you're not a brave man because I think you're, you know you're among friends here. <laughs> you are sharing what a lot of other people are thinking, uh, but I appreciate the effort. Not exactly what I was expecting. I was kind of fired up. The just one challenge still remains. We haven't had one caller. First and last name, be honest, own it. Claim that Joe Biden is doing a great job as president. I know where Henry's going with this, but... All right, now, we only are taking two callers in the last segment. Two. So, uh, okay, if we've got three standing by, that's fine, but that's it. And we got to be quick about it. I've got something I need to get said in the final segment. You'll understand in a few moments. It's the morning show with Preston Scott and What's the Beef Friday. FLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. Hey, so here we go. An iHeart's radio station. Final set of calls. We're taking three in this segment, and that's all the time we have. And so Jeff has gotten one of those coveted spots. Jeff, thanks for calling in. What's the beef? 
morning. My beef is all these people who have gotten their vaccine, good for them, who are walking around seeming to be so much better than the, those of us who have chosen not to get the vaccine and wandering around and can't seem to get it through their head that now that they're, they've got the vaccine, they've, some, they've gotten COVID, but they still think that they can't spread it around and give it to others, and it's just those who haven't been the vaccine are the ones that are the cause for all the problems. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, you got anything else for me, Jeff? Nope, and, and and there's just a double standard. If you've got a, if you've had the vaccine, but you live with someone with a vaccine, you can still go back to work. But if you don't, then you got to stay home and be quarantined and be tested. Yeah, Jeff, it's frustrating. It is very confusing. The uh, the national media hasn't helped. The CDC hasn't helped. Uh, mixed singles signals from Dr. Fauci hasn't helped. Uh, it's been very very challenging to make your way through it. But here's the bottom line: vaccinated you are still able to carry and infect others. Just keep that in mind. And, oh, by the way, get sick. Uh, let's go to Dale. Hi, Dale. Welcome. What's the beef? Good morning, Preston. Uh, my beef is with WFLA programming. Okay. Um, last night I enjoyed the first hour of Mark Levin's show, and then without warning I was uh, all of a sudden listening to a sports talk show about some losing team over in Jacksonville. Hmm. Okay. Well, I appreciate you calling in, Dale. Uh, thanks very much. I don't have anything for you. Um, I don't make programming decisions, and uh, but trust me, you've been heard. Let's go to Justin, final caller. Hi, Justin. Welcome. What's the beef? Morning, Preston. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. I, uh, this is more of a question, more of a question with some beef inside of it. But okay. Where has Ilhan Omar been during this uh, Afghanistan debacle? I'd like to know her views and and where she stands on all this. Where where have the entire squad gone when it with regard to what's happening to women over there getting shot in the head for not having a burqa on? Right, right, exactly. It's just insane. It's insanity for sure. But I, I really would. I've, I've thought about that for the last couple of days. What is her stance on all this? I'd really like to know. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate the phone call. That's it on What's to Be Friday. Here's why. Um, you know, and this has happened a few times over the years because it just, it's part of doing anything for 20 years. You make friends and you are my friends. I don't know you, but I know you. You don't know me, but you know me. You're getting to know Grant. Um. There is not a more intimate form of media than talk radio. It doesn't exist anywhere else. The interaction in real time with email, the interaction real time with phone calls, the opportunity to just talk and share, and I can feel you screaming at me at the ra in the radio sometimes. I can feel you cheering me on. Other times I can feel you nodding your head in agreement or shaking it in disagreement we're we're big old family and so it it hit me kind of hard there's a there's a voice you didn't hear this morning that called almost every single friday for years and you knew his name is rob and rob was a patriot to the core loved this country served in uh, one of the branches i forget which but he walked with us on a veterans day parade once 
And uh, Rob's last name was Shatchel. Rob Shatchel. And Rob, you know, was Preston, what are we going to do? He was that guy who asked and who was always red, white, and blue. Um, I got word Rob passed away last weekend suddenly, and Rob was uh, a young man. Um, it wasn't COVID related. Um, I won't go into details that have been told to me cause I can't confirm them, but I, I had them from a pretty good source, but I just wanted to take a moment here and, um, and just acknowledge Rob because Rob was a big, big supporter of, of, of me and of this program. And we would disagree on certain things and have a great time doing it but rob rob rob's part of the family and so um you're not going to hear rob's voice anymore and it makes my heart heavy and sad and so i just want to take just a quick moment here and acknowledge rob thank rob for his service to our country and uh, to those of you that know rob or friends with him online or in person uh, if you know the family, please pass along our sincere condolences and heartfelt appreciation for his service to our country. And he'll be missed on the morning show with Preston Scott. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spin stops here. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. The news just keeps coming in. And um, got a note here from a friend of Rob's. Yeah, pass along uh, again our very our very heartfelt condolences and thanks to his family if you know them. Um, we push away the final half hour here away from all the noise and the typical news stuff that we talk about, talk about some other things. We've got good news coming up in just a few minutes. And when I saw this story, it just, it, it almost made the cut into good news because it is, but there's a good news story that just, it's up here with regard to good news. So we'll get to that in just a second here. You know, we, you know the. You know anything about the background of the Iditarod sled race? Uh, the one in Alaska. Uh, yes. The dog sled race. Uh, Correct. Don't know the background. Just know that it's a thing. It was started based on a sled dog team bringing medicine to a remote part of Alaska. It was the only way to get medicine there. They were like a transport. That's it, the only. And and it was like it was a thing that to save the village, this medicine had to get there type thing. And so out of that came the Iditarod uh, sled dog race. And That's so cool. it, it's, you know, it's the stuff of legends, what dogs can do as a team and that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. In Italy, they have a an elite 
group of canines, 350 in fact, specially trained. And it's the Italian School of Water Rescue Dogs. It was the idea of 59-year-old Ferruccio Palenga. He got the idea that uh, dogs would make excellent lifeguards back in 1989 from watching his own Newfoundland, an immensely powerful swimmer named Moss. He pulled a water-filled dinghy with three people on board for a half hour. He said a human can't do that. Well, a human might be able to do it, but you get the point. And so Italy has bought into the concept. They have 300 units consisting of one dog and a trainer that watch over approximately 30 of the country's busiest beaches. This includes jumping from a helicopter, the dog, with their trainer to rescue at-risk swimmers. On average, 20 to 30 lives are saved every year by the dogs. And the number climbs every year. Earlier this month, when several families, including eight children, were imperiled by strong wind and wave conditions, well, about 330 feet from shore, three canine lifeguards and their trainers rushed in and were able to save them. Wow. After 18 months of basic training, the dogs completing the required training are ready to move on to the next step. And they work on jumping from helicopters, leaping from speeding boats, etc., cetera, uh, to just kind of prepare them. He said, to make people understand, I always say to pull a sled, it takes at least six dogs. To pull six people, you only need one. And he goes on to say that what happens is the presence of the dog enables him to be part of the team. To, to the trainer becomes it it's it they they describe it as six legs instead of two huh and the dog's able to literally pull people and keep them afloat while the re, while the human does other things and he said and the presence of a dog calms people the dogs have life preservers they've they've got flotation devices that they're able they're they're made for them and we all know that those things exist But here's the best part. The program has grown now, and Italy is sharing it with rescuers in the Azores, Switzerland, Germany, and the United States. Wow, that's cool. And so they are creating training centers for canine lifeguards in the United States. Can you imagine sitting on the beach? And all of a sudden, oh no, like someone's in trouble. And then you see a helicopter with a bunch of dogs jump out. That's not what I would expect. Golden Retriever. (laughs) Slow motion. (laughs) Running through the sand in a one-piece red leotard. Instead of Air Bud, like EMS Bud. (laughs) 40 minutes after the hour. Good news next on The Morning Show. Morning show with Preston Scott. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. On News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Forty-one, almost forty-two minutes after the hour. Monday on the program, Lieutenant Colonel retired from the United States Marine Corps. Jonathan Myers will join us. He's going to offer his insight. Uh, He's got a remarkable career. He's going to offer his thoughts on Afghanistan. 
And as a bit of a diversion Monday, a a friend, uh, I know Kurt just a little bit. Kurt Smith is an author. He's actually written books about broadcasting. And uh, one of the books that he's written has my dad's name on the title, which is kind of fun. But he's written a book about baseball broadcasters, and it's called Memories from the Microphone. And chronicling some of the great baseball announcers of all time. And baseball is just a sport where announcers just, they move into another level. Radio announcers of baseball, because radio and baseball is just a thing. Give me a slice of apple pie and a hot dog, dadgummit. People will turn off the television to listen to a baseball game. There's something magical about it. Kurt's going to join us on uh, on Monday on the uh, on the program, and we'll talk about that new book, which also has a story or two about my dear old father. But first, it's so important to make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. Make just one heart to heart you. You sing to one. Good news on the morning show with Preston Scott. This is, uh, you know, we, we've we've talked about the bummer that the Olympics is for some, for some, um, and and why, you know, viewers just didn't tune in, and people are sick of the wokeness and the selfishness of a few. But there, we've we've highlighted some really good stories, and this one comes to us from Poland. Uh, Polish javelin thrower Maria Andrzejczyk pulled down a silver medal at the 2020 Games. And, I mean, what an accomplishment. I mean, you know, top three in the world at anything. I don't care what it is. That's just incredible. No one would be surprised to know that she's got a place I'm sure ready to go on the mantle above the fireplace or in the wall or a prominent place for that medal. But she heard about a little boy that needed heart surgery. And she auctioned off her medal for this kid. She, uh, she found out this boy had a serious heart defect and needed an operation. And she wrote in a very private solicitation, it's for him that I'm auctioning off my Olympic silver medal. And I guess she got about $200,000 or something, maybe even more, I don't know, for it. The Polish supermarket chain Zabka was the winning bidder. And then Zabka said... The silver medal from Tokyo will stay with Ms. Maria. She showed how great she is. And so as we are in an era where everybody gets a medal and it seems as though it's really hard to find that core something special that is out there, it's there. Here's a young lady who used her amazing achievement of a lifetime and said, ah, it's nothing if it can be used to help somebody else, a little boy. And then a supermarket chain that said, no, you keep that medal. 
and thank you for doing what you've done. And they ponied up the money needed for that boy surgery. And so there, my friends, is some redeeming news to remind you there is good in the world. A couple little things here. Number one, the um, the Babylon Bee is uh, is now being attacked by Facebook, and Facebook has restricted its content. And um, the bottom line is that. Um, you know, articles and things that the bee put out used to go viral on Facebook, but Facebook's not allowing it. Uh, they write, in some cases, our posts aren't merely limited in reach, they're completely suppressed. And then they, uh, they share examples of it. We've reached out and uh, found out that uh, Facebook has assigned a representative to our account. He's supposed to communicate with us help us resolve problems, but when we ask him directly if Facebook is limiting our page's reach or suppressing shares of our articles, he refuses to answer me. He literally doesn't respond. He'll respond to other questions, but not that one. Silence speaks volume. So what can be done about this? Well, there's not much. Uh, Facebook is a private company. While they shouldn't be allowed to do it, they're doing it. It's a violation of their section... 230 immunity, but it is what it is right now. So Seth Dillon, founder of the Babylon Bees, asking you to become a subscriber. And so I'm going to ask you to do that. Can't believe it costs that much. I haven't looked into it, but I'll, I'm going to do it. It's just, this is just insanity. And again, I understand why some businesses, you keep the Facebook page, but I've, I'm not doing it. You know, I've made good on my promise. I had people say, no, that's nonsense. You're going to come. No, I haven't. What the station does is the station's business, but I haven't. The Facebook page for the morning show is... Defunct. I don't think anything's posted since January. I can't even log on anymore. My, you know, to, to Facebook, they keep sending me notifications to try and get me to re-engage, but it doesn't work. I just delete, delete, delete. I just, I just don't. I'm not going to support that. It's not going to, and it it's not necessarily put me in favored status with my company. But what are you going to do? Secondly here, um, another area that could use some funding is the Nazarene Fund. Um, you've heard Glenn Beck talk about it. You can reach them through Mercury One, which is Glenn's, uh, uh, you know, kind of charitable foundation, but he is also the founder of the Nazarene Fund. He's on the board. And so just in full disclosure, it, it is a Glenn Beck thing. And they are raising, I think, $20 million, I think, is the goal. And they have people standing by to go to go to Afghanistan and go get people. I don't know how they're proposing to do it. I don't know if they're buying people off. I have no idea. 
but apparently they've got a deadline of today to reach a certain dollar figure. I'm sure Glenn will be talking about it just in a few minutes here. And so, um, you know, that's another area that, you know, I want to recommend you think about, pray about supporting, um, whether it's a one-time donation or whatever, and uh, make a difference. Brought to you by Barino Heating and Air. It's the Morning Show 180 on WFLA. Man, what a week, huh? I, I I feel like I've been in a fight. And I don't know that I got the better of it. But I'm not in Afghanistan, and neither are you. And so the idea of complaining is not on my radar right now. What I'll complain about is that we have a weak president, a weak Congress and that we desperately are paying for our bad vote. But at any rate, it is what it is. We'll be back at it Monday. Rest up, recover, back with you on Monday. Have a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.